Jesus, family, daily life coaching equals diaper changes, spaghetti in the hair, mom life moments, cold coffee, tea, and a whole lot of giggles. If you're picking up what I'm throwing down, let's be friends. Hi, my name is Angelica Stanley, and I help mamas unleash their God-given purpose, overcome mindset roadblocks, set effective goals, create the ultimate business and family roadmap aka strategies from heaven by providing daily life coaching that will help you mama live your dream of serving your family and your calling while creating streams of income by writing your story, speaking from your story and launching the business to coach others from the outcome of your overcome. That's right. So if this is for you, welcome to the 10 a.m. Connection. Hey there, mama. Welcome back to another episode of the 10 a.m. Connection. As your host, I'm excited to provide you this unique episode of three steps to help transition to ditch the nine to five. As we continue, you're about to hear a real raw and relatable conversation, some giggles, some scripture, and well, the unfolding of how our special guest helps professionals monetize their experience, their expertise, so they can leave corporate life behind. Because my heart is to equip, encourage, and empower you with tips, strategies, and connections, this connection will be unfolded in our conversation, as well as the three-step process to help you prepare for the transition. This podcast is a bit different because we are actually going to unfold the steps for you that you can hear the unfolding, right? And then receive the three steps. The flow of this coaching is for my visionaries that receive the big picture and then struggle with going back and walking through the process of accountability. Angela provides a unique opportunity to help you gain confidence and clarity through your daily life journey in business development. This is a tag team that I'm so grateful for, and I know this is going to bless you. So with that said, let's get started. Hi, Angela. Hey, Angelica. (laughs) How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm great. It's, I'm, thank you for asking. (laughs) I, I, I say it like that and giggle because you and I could talk forever, which we normally do. And so (laughs) getting on a podcast with you and to record, I just want to say thank you. And I, I really do value your time, your time and your expertise and what you provide, you know, on the online community. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I really um, am honored that you asked me to participate in your podcast. I know it's so important to you. Oh, thank you. I, um, as if you've listened, and I believe you have like to my podcast and how I flow, I've mm-hmm. already introduced to the ladies or any, our audience a little bit about who you are, just the quick bio of what you do. But um, I just, since we're talking about today's episode is like three steps to help transition to ditch the nine to five, I 
was hoping that you would kind of just naturally, organically, let's just have a real raw and relatable conversation that allows us to unfold the three steps. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the reason why I asked this is because, well, first off, tell me, and the ladies, um, or anybody listening, tell us a little bit about of lay and tell us like, just what did God put in your heart? How did it start? Well, of lay, uh, which means love in pig Latin for those who are wondering where the name comes from. Um, it started a few years ago. I've always, um, loved, had the entrepreneurial spirit. And, um, one thing that I noticed when I started my first business, was that I actually loved the process of starting my business more than I liked actually doing the business that I started. Like the process of figuring out how all of the systems and the funnels and the processes would work together. Mm -hmm. And then I found myself (laughs) trying to talk family and friends into starting their own businesses (laughs) because I wanted to help them (laughs) Mm -hmm. so much. So if anybody had any idea or anything that they liked doing, like a hobby, I'd be like, why don't you turn that into a business and I'll help you. So that is kind of where Ovlay started informally. And then um, I I decided, I started with a product, uh, Build Your Business 101, where I took people through like all the steps, like Mm. A to Z, like business plan through building your website, like everything. Mm. Um, which now years later I've realized is a lot and it's too much for people to do, um, especially in like six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. But, um, I was just trying to give people kind of like, um, an overview of everything they needed, which is what I wish I had, like kind of like a one-stop shop to know everything that you need to do. But since then I've niched down so much to where Ovalay is now, which is helping people turn their work experience, their nine nine to five corporate experience into a business. Mm. So you love what you do nine to five, but for whatever the reason you want more flexibility, you want to make more money, whatever the case may be, you want to do it for yourself and um, do use the skills and the expertise that you have gained in your corporate world in the corporate world. And now you're going to do that for yourself. Oh, wow. I just, and thank you for just being so concise and on point. Like this is, I'm listening and we're recording and I'm just like, I, I want to sign up already. Like this is, you <laughs> talked about a crash course in business. You talked about, well, first the, you know, how Ovalay was born and what everything happened and just what started it and just our entrepreneurial spirit. And you've, wow, this is great because you've given us kind of given me an insight that I never really, I mean, I I knew about the business and how we, you know, got connected on Instagram Mm -hmm. and became friends and everything, but to see the actual journey of what you did, thank you for sharing that. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And the reason, let me just put it this way. We're going to go into some like really like business, like meat and potatoes type of stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, and I know you have like all this knowledge, wisdom, expertise, all of that great stuff. Let's 
Can we, can you tell us one fun fact about you? Something that we would never even think <laughs> you're so business savvy and everything. Like what's one fun fact? Well, it's funny because I mentioned this last time we talked and it's so normal to me because I've been, do- this has been the way things have been for the last <laughs> almost 13 years. But I just told you that my nieces all call me something different. <laughs> they don't call me Aunt Angela or Auntie or whatever. I, um, they all call me something different. So my oldest niece calls me PB and I call her J. Aww. My middle niece uh, calls me Pickle <laughs> and I call her Cucumber. And my youngest niece calls me Calla and I call her Lily. And mm. if it gets confusing or if they want to refer to me or if like my mom or my sister or something want, instead of saying like PB Pickle Calla wants you or PB Pickle Calla needs you to do something, they can all just call me the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And how is that going? How are they adjusting to saying that? Like what? Well, <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> I have um, a funny relationship with all of them. Like I've always been like, sometimes they compare me to their other uncles, like in terms of like, you know, beating them up, chasing them, tickling them, Aww. you know, just like the other day I have, I haven't recorded <laughs> my youngest niece stuck her tongue out at me and we happened it was my oldest niece's birthday so we were eating cake and ice cream mm-hmm. and I just took a spoonful of ice cream and flung it at her <laughs> I love it I love it I and I recorded it. it it's so perfect and it's so great because then she I did it twice and she was running away and I got her again and so that that's my relationship with all of them so um so sometimes my one time my my youngest niece called me the one because she knows it was like a suck up move. I was mm. like, oh, because because I always tell them, um, I tell I've told her she's my tenth favorite niece, even though I only have three, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're my tenth favorite niece, and she's like, what? How am I? I'm like, well, I have to make room in case you know my siblings have more children. Oh my goodness! So you know you'll be my tenth favorite. So, um. So if, they, if she calls me the one, then she can move up on the list a little bit. So <laughs> the, you're just, I just love you to pieces. I just, I really do because it takes, <sighs> nobody would understand the heart you have for business unless you really let them know, like, this is how I am in my family and why you had that entrepreneurial spirit of like, Hey, let's make it a business. <laughs> because, <laughs> like you're just the, I mean, you just, the way you are, like you just love and you care and oh, you're just, well, when we were younger, I told you this also, like my cousin and I, we were, uh, well, I didn't tell you this, but my cousin and I used to, all of my cousins and my siblings spent every summer with our grandparents mm-hmm. and um, we would play office every summer we didn't play like house or Mm -hmm. whatever the heck kids play school we Mm -hmm. played office like we would bring office supplies phones um, paperwork that we pretended to have folders and everything so I've always 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 loved like office stuff and when I was about I think I was in third grade I got chicken pox really 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 bad it Mm -hmm. was like all it was so bad. It was all over my face and my hair, like so bad. Wow. And my mom was like, I- I'll get you anything, anything you want. Like, what do you want? And I was like, I want a briefcase. 
<laughs> and so she was like you want a briefcase <laughs> yeah I and, and so she got me a briefcase my dad came home from work and he, she was like I told her she could have anything she wanted and he's like that's what she wanted <laughs> wow she's like, yeah so she got me like a real you know real briefcase I remember because I had to wait in the car you know because I couldn't go in the store I remember waiting for her to go in and, and she brought it out and I had it for years I kept it until high school I just love that briefcase oh <laughs> I brought it with God. me then I brought it with me every summer when we were playing office you know it had like the you know the padlock on the outside the locks and everything it was real deal so you are <laughs> really telling us the story of a natural authentic entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit. This is amazing. I am so excited to get this conversation started. How are you feeling about it? I'm excited too. I love talking about this. Oh, I can tell. I'm so pumped. Okay. So, <laughs> so because we're, and thank you for sharing all of that. It's oh, such a blessing. Really. Uh, I'm such an honor to know you, Angela. It really oh, is. Thank you. Yeah. And so today's topic is three steps to help transition to ditch the nine to five. So mm -hmm. the next question, it's pretty like simple, but I just want to ask you this question because I really want, you're the expert. Like you've been doing this for so long. You've, I mean, it's just part of who you are. So I just want you to run with it. Okay. But mm -hmm. why is business, I guess, career to business, but just any type of business transition necessary for a developing entrepreneur, somebody who wants to ditch the nine to five? Well, specifically for, you know, people that like for my clients where they're taking their work experience their corporate experience and turning into their own business you already know so much about your chosen uh, niche, your chosen um, area of industry. So you might feel like you know everything there is to know. And the good thing is, it's not like you're, you know, in, in HR and now you're opening a pizza store or something where <laughs> you're just kind of starting from scratch and you don't know anything. You're literally maybe an HR generalist or whatever, and now you're going to work as an HR generalist, but for your own, for your for yourself and start taking your own clients. And so you know that part inside and out. You know it so well at the back of your hand, you could talk about it in your sleep. But now you are assuming all the liability and all of the responsibility that your employer previously had. And that side of your business is something that you are not used to having to think about. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I think a lot of people that tend to be my clients, they are very, um, the, the thing that is great about careers is that you know what to expect. You go to high school, you go to, you know, college, you go to undergrad, you go to maybe, you know, masters or whatever your career path, your, your, your education may entail. You do all of that and there is a general path and direction that you are following. You know what it takes to kind of be promoted, to get the job you're looking for, the certifications, the recertifications that you need. Mm -hmm. But when you start your own business, you're just kind of out there and there really is not a game plan. There's not a blueprint, clear steps to follow. 
And so when you are starting your business, while you know what you know and your expertise, you don't have any of the infrastructure or the foundation set up in order to start taking your own clients. And depending on the type of personality you have, if you're kind of like a look elite first and then look, or, you know, uh, you know, jump in with both feet, that can be good because you might not procrastinate. You not, might not get stuck on, you know, in the per- cycle of perfectionism where you're, you know, picking out your font colors or your, your, your logo <laughs> for like mm-hmm. two weeks and you don't move past that. Mm. But you can also hit snags and moving too quickly and not being ready to literally just basic things that you don't really think about. Like, okay, now that I have my, you know, I have someone that's interested, what do I do? Do I call them? Do they call me? Do I email them? Do mm-hmm. I, you know, or what steps do I, am I taking them through so that everybody gets the same experience so that you know what to expect so that your clients know what to expect and um so that everybody gets the best experience out of that because you are going to be experiencing new things as an entrepreneur that you did not experience when you were an employee Mm -hmm. and so being able to learn from your clients is really important as well because then you'll be able to help people going forward so the transition is really important because you want to make sure that you are ready you don't want to overthink it because people get stuck in that as well Mm -hmm. but you do want to make sure that you're prepared and you have that foundation and structure set up so that your clients get the best out of you and you aren't also you know you're working smarter not harder you're not doing things um that could you're you're being um focused and you're not taking too long to do things or or skipping steps and having to go back and fix things Mm -hmm. so just making sure that you have that foundation and structure in place is really important Thank you. Wow. That is just, I'm sitting here like, whoa, this is going to be, oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is good stuff. Because like literally what you just did was walked us through all of the, you know, pretty much. And I'm this, there's a woman listening. I know she is. And she's like, I've been struggling with these thoughts and I'm stuck and I don't know what to do. And oh my goodness. And so for one that I'm so grateful that, you know, that, that you responded the way you did was because you're right we have these visions and we have these things and we want to do and like either we want to jump the gun or we don't want to move. Right. So we get Mm -hmm. stuck and it's fear-based. And what you basically just did was dismantled fear and said, the only thing that is stopping you and correct me if I'm wrong. The only thing that is stopping us is knowing or learning how to create your own structure in Mm -hmm. transition. Yeah. And sometimes people let the knowing that they don't have the structure stop them from moving forward. So if you like what you're doing enough to turn it into a job and you have a job and you're comfortable with your job, you might even like, you know, your coworkers, your supervisor or whatever, then you let that knowing that you don't have that set up for yourself stop you and you don't get past that step of moving forward because you don't know what you don't know and you know you don't know enough and you don't know what you don't know so either you stay where you are because you're comfortable and you have a good job and you're making money and you don't really quote unquote need to start your own business but you feel this draw and the pull to do it but because you don't have that structure you just stay where you are or 
you don't know what you don't know and you just jump in and you don't have that and you go back and try and fix it. And of course, either one, either end of the extreme isn't good, but you can overcome it and you can, you know, course correct and fix it. But if you plan, you can do these things while you're still working. And it really doesn't take as much time as you would think it would, you know, especially it, it is industry specific, you know, depending on what it is that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But the way that I work with my clients, I like to give them things that can create passive income that they can do in a few hours a week, you know, because if you are working full time, if you have children, if you have parents that you're helping to take care of or whatever your life is. And of course, with the pandemic and everything, Mm -hmm. life is just different in general, if you're homeschooling or whatever. So you have to make it work for you. And so it can be very overwhelming, but know that it is 100% possible and you can do this to fit your life. And that is one of the great things about having your own business. But setting up the structure and the foundation will make it so that your business works with you, not against you, and that you can really um, get the best out of what it is that you want to do. Love it. This is so great. And you actually are teeter-tottering on, you know, navigating with my next question, which is, you know, how do you serve the marketplace? Like, how do you serve women doing this? And you've talked about your business and you've talked about that, but how do you specifically fit, you know, like your target, like your passion to specific woman, you know, or specific, whatever, why is it there and how do you serve them? So what I do is exactly what I just said, Mm -hmm, help people mm -hmm. figure out that structure, figure out the systems Mm -hmm. and processes that work for them specifically. So um, I start with a one-on-one where Mm -hmm. we talk um, for five hours straight, just you and me, and figure out exactly what it is that you are doing. Well, well, you know what it is that you want to do. So like, for instance, because you're turning your expertise into a business. So if you're an HR professional, you already know what you're doing. But but, uh, most people within their, you know, experience, they do multiple things, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not only doing literally one thing. So we focus in on whatever the, I usually say to stick with three at the most, especially when you're starting out, Mm -hmm. because you most likely don't have a team, you know, you don't have like a virtual assistant or an assistant in person, it's all on you. And especially, like I said, if you're still working nine to five, if you have kids, if you have a spouse, you know, there's a lot going on. So people feel like they have to be doing everything when they start off, but you really don't. And you don't want to overwhelm yourself and then not be able to keep up with clients, with the demand, with your current job until you're ready to phase out your job. Um, so focus on what it is, the, the one to three skills that you are going to do with your business. And we talk about how it is that you are going to actually serve your clients um, and what services you are actually offering. So that is what I do and help you figure out how you are actually going to show up for your clients. How are you serving them? Is it going to be in the format that I do? Is it going to be a one-on-one? Are you going to do an e-course? Are you going to do a group course? Are you going Mm -hmm. to do an e-book? And we flush out all of those steps and figure out the systems. How are you going to take on your clients? How are they going to pay you? How are you going to deliver the the content? Is it going to be through your website, a third party, 
all mm-hmm. of that up until the um, offboarding and any type of support services that you may have afterwards. Wow. You do a lot. And you said five hours? Yes. In order to really be able to get into the details and specifics of how Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. are going to support your clients so that when you leave our meeting, you are ready to, now you're ready to start building out your program. You don't have the modules for your course yet, you know, Mm -hmm, after mm -hmm. the five hours, but you know, okay, I want my course to be four weeks or I want it to be six weeks. I want to have a live component. I want it to be recorded. I want, you know, whatever those things are, you already have figured out after we have finished meeting so that you can go in and fill in the the actual content because you know your business, you know your area of expertise and you Mm -hmm. know what it is that you want to be, how you want to be serving your clients. So now you're going to do that. And then if you want on the back end, I can work with you as kind of like, and accountability and making sure that you are keeping up with creating all of this content. Backend would be me helping you to make sure that if you have any questions with implementation, because inevitably people have questions, okay, like I thought that I understood this or now that I'm actually here, it's looking a little different. So I can work with you to do that as well. I love that. And I, I, this is your, your coaching structure is actually, um, I could see at first when you said five hours, I kind of got overwhelmed, but then when I really, I looked at it, I'm always one that likes to explore the overwhelm. (laughs) That's why I asked you like five hours because, you know, when you're transitioning, you're the theme that keep popping up a lot in this and we've discussed like it's structure. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, you've talked about structure in just starting, right? The working mm-hmm. structure. You've talked about the the service structure, the structure, not necessarily all of the components. You know, like you said, you're not going to have the titles of your, you know, your course or your book mm-hmm. or your like whatever yeah. things that you're working with your client, but they're going to understand what is needed so that they can go on their own, correct? And start doing it. Mm-hmm. And then the great part is they're still able to connect with you throughout the process, as as you said, like a like an accountability partner, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Got that. Okay. And if they have implementation. And also because time is so limited. Like mm-hmm. I said, you're working, you have family, mm-hmm. everything. So instead of having this not necessarily drag out, but like to get it done in one day so that you can then decide, okay, now I'm going to work, you know, nights. I'm going to stay up an hour after the kids go to bed. I'm going to wake up an hour before I go to work or, you know, Sunday morning, I'm going to get up and spend an hour here. You know what it is that you're going to do because a lot of times people waste time. I'm saying waste. No. Yeah. But as I'm telling you, is a way sometimes that I've, I got myself stuck in that. So thank you for saying that. Cause as a mom, that's doing all of these different hats. Yeah. I need that. I, I found myself feeling like I was wasting time. And that took me back to your first point when we first started talking about where you can get stuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you. For and it's that. like, when you spent, you have the blueprint, it's like mm-hmm. you have the outline of mm-hmm. what it is 
that you need to be doing so that when you sit down, if you only have an hour a week or you know half an hour a day, you can get the most out of that time because you know exactly what it is you're supposed to be working on because we've already outlined that. And then if you have questions, I can help you with that. So as you're trying to figure out, okay, I said that I wanted to do it this way, but now I'm thinking I don't. Or now that I'm trying to implement this, it's not looking the way I thought it was. Or, or I actually took, my, took on a client, but then when I put them into the program, actually working with people, it's, you know, working with people as your own clients is a little bit different than working with people for your employer. So you might want to tweak or change something. And so that mm-hmm. is what the, um, you know, the maintenance um, monthly work, you know, working with me monthly can help you with that. Wow. You have an amazing coaching program. This is just like, and like really, because from me sitting back where I'm at and we've known each other and I'm going to be real, like ladies, when I first met her, when she was talking about, you know, the transition and being stuck, I literally took a leap of faith. And, you know, for those that follow the podcast, that's my story. That's what I'd say. I wouldn't have met Angela on Instagram and seen her beautiful. I think it was, what was it? Um, it's coming back to me, your business plan. The, the not mm-hmm. business plan, but the outline where it walked me through. I had all of this stuff, Angela. And I was like, I don't even know if this is right. <laughs> and I came across you on Instagram. I don't even remember how. And I just loved your design. I just loved the whole, just the whole, the whole vibe was just, I was like this, this is beautiful. And so I think you had a freebie and I clicked it and I downloaded it. And I was literally piecing every, all of my content into the structure that you provided. Oh, I think it was like the new business checklist or something. Yes. Was that it? it? Yeah. It was blue and it had the beautiful office. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That is, do you still have that freebie? Yeah. Ooh, that might be something, ladies. Y'all okay, yeah. Because I think like everything that you're doing, like that, I, it literally blessed the sock, my socks off. Like it really did because I had all of this content and Angela, I always put my seat myself. You're, you're the expert in the podcast and I'm the seat because I ask the questions because I've gone through this journey kind of mm-hmm. like blind, like, what am I doing? And I have a mentor of mine that says like, well, you know, blind can't lead the blind, but I'm like, when you walking out and God says to do it and you walk in faith, I'm just focusing on what he told me to do. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. when I met you, it was literally me. I would have never met you had I not have started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's true. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because just, I mean, this is amazing lady. I hope you're like, ladies, I hope you're picking up whatever, everything she's throwing down because the, well, the next question that I'm going to ask you, Angela, is what's a simple process to keep in mind when thinking, is this business right for me? So first of all, for people that usually, my, my clients usually are taking their work experience and turning it into a nine to five. And for some people, it might not be their work experience. It could just be something that they really want to do. Mm-hmm. So if it's something that you are already doing and you like it, then you kind of already know. Although, like I said, there are sometimes, you know, within most jobs, you're doing multiple things. So you might want to turn one or two of the aspects. So like I said, the HR example I'm giving. Mm -hmm. So like with an HR generalist, if you're not familiar, they might do like employee relations, they might do 
hiring, firing, um, um, like employee retention, employee handbooks. So they might, uh, like when you're starting your own business, you might be like, okay, all I want to do are employee relations. So like if employees aren't showing up to work on time and um, Mm -hmm. disciplinary actions and things like that. So you might take that one thing. And so once you actually start the business, you might say, oh, wow, I actually don't like that. And you might want to pivot and switch to another skill that you're, you're comfortable with. So, um, so that is one thing is to really just focus on, and it might sound cliche, but what you actually like doing mm. and focus on what you actually like doing, you will enjoy the job. And I hope, I always say, I hope that that is one of the reasons that you're starting a business is because it's something you actually like doing because when you are tired, when things aren't working out, when, you know, you're still working, or maybe you, now you are 100% working for yourself, whatever the case may be, you are the only one that is going to be pushing yourself. You're not mm-hmm. going to have a supervisor. You're mm-hmm. not going to have coworkers that are depending on you. You're not going to have any of those types of things that you're used to. You are setting your own deadlines. You are setting your own, uh, you know, you're accountable to yourself. Even if you have a team, that team is taking their direction from you. And so you have to set the tone, you have to set the pace. And if you dread going to work for the simple fact that you hate what you're doing, it is going to be a lot harder. Not that you can't overcome it and surmount it and you know get past it, but you, if you really like what you're doing, then I think that that is somewhere good to start. But also within that, I always say to focus on three things. Mm-hmm. Who you serve, mm-hmm what you what you're actually doing and how you're serving them so even Mm. within you doing what it is that you like doing maybe you're not picking the right clients and i'm saying picking the right clients because the great thing about having your own business is that you get to pick your clients Mm -hmm. like if you work for somebody else you you know the employees there you know if you're hr the employees are the employees you have to work with them or you know whatever the case may be you have to take the clients that your job, that your company takes or whatever, but you get to choose who you work with. So maybe you need to go back to your ideal client uh, avatar or, or, you know, however it is that you decided who you're going to work with. And maybe you need to say, I don't want to work with people that, you know, um, don't take accountability. I don't want to work mm-hmm. with people that procrastinate. I don't want to work with people that um, don't finish their projects on time. Mm-hmm. And then you need to, because if that is what is holding you back, then, or, or making it um, difficult for you to do what it is that you're doing, it might, and you might, it might be causing you to question, is this the right business for me? So mm-hmm. who are you working with? Um, and what are you doing? Again, that goes back to choosing the right services within your niche. Is this really what I should be doing? And, and another thing that I say is, don't do what people would expect you to do just because that's what what is expected of you. If you Mm -hmm. feel really called and led and a passion about a specific aspect of your job, but other people will be like, wait, what? You want to do that? Like, who wants to do that? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but so you focus on doing what other people would expect you to do. That's not going to do, be what, is going to fulfill you and it's not going to be what fulfills your clients because everybody has been around somebody that hates their job mm-hmm. we all know those people mm-hmm. and you can tell and so if you are focusing on 
doing the right services and then how you're serving them. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because you can have an eight-week course but you really know that that's not we're going to work for your life right now doesn't mean that you should do it. So how you serve is really important. So those 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 things are what I would say to focus on. I yeah, and I thank you for giving us those three steps because pretty much what I gathered is is this business right for me is making sure that you know your ideal client and mm-hmm. the standards and the bound like boundaries yes. that you're yes. going to have with your ideal client if those are sustainable for mm-hmm. you right? Then mm-hmm. the longevity of, you know, the, the nights that you have to stay up and do this and do that and what yeah. are all the different things, uh, your, your own personal accountability not only develops, but it sets the standard for your business as you show up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, exactly. And that's, and that's the thing, the standard, and there's this coach that I, um, that I follow and she was saying because she does group coaching she does one-on-ones but she also does group coaching and the thing is like when you do group coaching all the people in the group get to know each other yes and there's synergy there and Mm -hmm. if there's somebody in that group that is going to throw the group off or bring the group down or be negative or whatever it is and it depends on the you know your area of expertise how that may affect the dynamics within the group but that's also why it's important not to just take any client and like you said have those boundaries because it affects you and it affects everybody else that may come into um come into um an encounter with them Uh, so whether it's virtually or in person so it is important to really choose your clients and in the beginning it it can be you know tempting to just take a client because they're a client because they're paying or because you Mm -hmm. want to get the experience under your belt but it is important who you work with especially when you're working one-on-one but um and obviously if you have like an automated course or something where you don't have you know it's just on your website people are buying it which is passive income Mm -hmm. it's not you know you don't have any control over that Uh, Mm. and so that's different than when you're actually coaching people working one-on-one with them in any capacity or if they're working together with other people in your program wow that's thank you for that I mean you coaching me now because I'm I actually go through a client process of Mm -hmm. like I do the interview I get to know them they ask questions we get a call And I let them pick based off, you know, I have a low end membership and I say low end Mm -hmm. because it's cost effective because I understand times are hard and transition. Then I have a higher end, which is probably similar to what you're talking about as far as the one-on-ones and different things because of the bulk capacity that you do. So I get that. Right. But I, I offer that and it's like, I have to make sure that who I'm allowing in is going to fit the women in the group. Mm-hmm. because if you're dropping in and these women are been running and they've been doing things, any little transition can. And, and the reason why I bring this up is because I, I personally chose to do, you know, group coaching and one-on-ones on, on a higher end because it, uh, it, it, I believe, and the podcast is equipped, encouraged, and empower. I believe it equips the women with the experience in business development with their peers, like-minded women, mm-hmm. and it encourages them to have the different opportunities of transition. Cause let's face it, 
in business, you're constantly transitioning, adjusting, doing all these things. And then you get to a point where you're just empowered with the fact, like, I can do this. Like, you know, I, I really do believe that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me after, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're walking out on faith and you get to that point and you develop. And the reason I share that with you is because, and you know, navigating to my next question is overwhelm is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's an encouragement you can offer for when things in business get overwhelming? <laughs> That's a really good question. And to be honest, you know, I think I need to practice what I preach more because the the first thing I'll say is like really two things. The first thing I'll say is, and I've said this before, but I really need to remember this is I say God is my CEO. Like obviously on paper, according to the state, you know, it's the business in my name. Mm. But God is the head of my business. Mm. And um you uh, invited me on the Bible app to do this um, devotional a few weeks ago, and it was so good about I think time management. Yes, I and too. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if you saw like at the end he had like all of these things that he says every day, and so I've been saying them. And um, he has a section about business and mm-hmm. um, about like basically, you know, seeing like that you show God bring God to like every interaction with vendors, employees and coworkers and things like that. But the thing is, um, you know, we do our part and God does the rest. Mm. So we really have to like, like how you, you, in a conversation we had before, you know, the Bible, you have mentioned that, you know, mm-hmm. the Bible says faith without works is dead. So we obviously have our part to play, mm-hmm. but in the end, God is the one that will make, make our business successful. If we put it in his hands, if we um, really rely on him, remember that he is our source and we seek him and the kingdom of God first, and then he will add on everything else. So when Mm -hmm. things get overwhelming and frustrating and seem like they're out of control, uh, because they definitely can be, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, remember, okay, God, is this what you want me to do? Is this, you know, I'm giving this business to you. If you don't want me to do it, I won't do it. If you want me to do it, I will do it. So in the end, it is his business. And the second thing is, which I think is hard, which is really hard, has been hard for me, which is another thing that this, I can't remember the man's name right now, but in in the thing that he has that he says, which is, I am not my successes or my failures. And I think especially in American culture, um, be, you know, we tie up, wrap up our identity mm. in what we do, who yes. we are, whether we do things well or whether we do things poorly. And that is not what our identity is. He, yes. Another thing that, that that guy says is, um, which is not unique. Most of these things he has scriptures, you know, that mm-hmm. he's based mm-hmm. on, but but it's good to remember. And that is why, I, even though there, there are a lot, <laughs> I mm-hmm. have been trying to say that every day because it is so true. I mean, it just changes the way that you think, you know, renewing your mind based on what the Bible says, not what other people say. And so it says, I, and, and that's what one of the things that he says is, I am what Jesus says I am, not what humans say. And so mm-hmm. my point in that is, 
whether you're making six figures a year, a week, a day, no figures, you know, your business isn't doing well, be kind to yourself. Mm. Be patient. You know, don't take everything so seriously. Mm. Obviously, it can be hard, you know, Mm -hmm. if you are relying on your business for all of your money. That is a real fear and a, or not even, I don't want to say fear, but, you know, because God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but it is stressful. It is a lot. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, no matter what you do, Mm -hmm. you just need to take a break. Yes. Like, do you have balance in your life? Are, Are you resting? And so, Everybody knows, everybody has gotten to that point, whether it's you're in school and studying, whether it's work, whether it's your kids, where you are like, I am not good anymore because I can't think straight. Mm -hmm. And you feel like if I just like push through, you know, pull it all night or another one, go get some, you know, no dose, get some coffee. Mm -hmm. No dose exists. I've just heard of it. You know, like five hour energy or whatever it is, you know, and push through. Through burnout. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly leading yeah. to burnout it's, no really it's like yeah, and then running the car with a quarter to... tank of gas and you're like and then the light <laughs> comes on and you're like i got three minutes three miles left <laughs> oh and it's like yeah and then you end up on the side of the road yeah and ain't nobody so, gonna help you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, and so you and and that's our you know culture is so much you know hustle sleep when you're dead you know mm. you know team no sleep you know, just that keep going, me, you know, mm. I got 15 side hustles and, you know, I don't sleep. I, I sleep three hours a night. I could sleep two, you know, all of that is world, our, the world. God yes, did not create you. us to be, he did not create us to work. When he created Eve and Adam, he gave them a job, but their identity was not their job. Come on. He gave them the identity. He said, let us go down and make humans he must make them male and female and they will rule over the fish and the beasts of the land and they will be fruitful multiply and they will take care of the garden but Mm. that is not who they were god created them for god created us for his pleasure he did not create us to work Mm. so it is important is part of what we are we don't it is part of who we are that we want to work you know but it is not who we are and mm. so when we're overwhelmed, we need to remember that if you're overwhelmed, it is your body telling you, you are not doing something right. <laughs> you know, yeah, something is out of whack. And, mm-hmm. and there are times when you can push through the overwhelm and, and, you know, where there's seasons and you're like, okay, I, you know, are, and you have to look, am I sleeping enough? Am I eating right? Am I drinking enough water? Am I spending time with God? Am I letting him lead and guide me and direct me? Am I spending time with my family? Am I, you know, am I doing things or things out of whack? And sometimes, you know, some seasons you have to put things to the side. Uh I'm not saying that you can always get eight hours of sleep and you can always, you know, have a well-balanced meal and eat with your family and, you know, have, you know, sometimes, you know, depending on what's going on, but it cannot be that way for sustained, um, for, for sustained periods of time for 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 months and years and, and things like that so mm-hmm. if you're overwhelmed you really need to look at your priorities yes are you putting too much emphasis on who you are in, in your business mm-hmm. and 
is it um is, is it balanced are you really looking at it the way that you should is your business or your success becoming your identity mm -hmm. and um if they are then you know ask god to help you with that because all of us can get caught up in the the caught up in that if we aren't careful and and our culture uh, you know praises that our culture mm -hmm. supports that so of course there's positive reinforcement for being for hustling for making a lot of money for you know putting all the bags that you bought or your cars mm -hmm. or your shoes or your house or whatever you know and i don't think there's anything wrong with being mm -hmm. able to buy things but mm -hmm. that's you know is not the end goal what does god and, say yeah 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 mm -hmm. i hear you i i thank you so much for just you're just so full filled with knowledge wisdom expertise like i said like and i'm sitting here really for one i'm gonna link the bible app in the description because mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. i and i thank you for sharing that and tying that in and i want to say this you know to ladies listening or whoever's listening in on the podcast like we're here professionals developing business working business doing our thing but we've come alongside each other as like business besties right like it's like yeah. hey girl i need to do this and how's this working and here's this bible study and how does this work and whether it's me or far or we're talking sometimes you get to a point where you know i have a coach you know and mm -hmm. i go through things and and usually it's more like mentorship but it's like we also have people that come along our path to remind us, to keep us on the path of reminding us that this is your identity in Christ. This yeah. is what God says. This is who God says you are. This mm -hmm. is what you're made for. And I'm so grateful for you talking about, you know, the balance. And, you know, if you're not, if you're overwhelmed, you're, you're not simply put, you were like, you just in alignment. You ain't doing right. Like that's something yeah. is out of whack. And a lot of us, they we get like cancel cultured because we're talking really about like it's, you know what i'm saying it's because it's it's real we're, we're we're saying like we're not and and i always encourage my clients and i just love how like we're so much in alignment with each other and like our visions and how we work on things whether it's similar or not it's very much in the sense that i personally believe that god and that's the whole purpose of the podcast is god created you your, your purpose is to worship, love God, praise God. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's where we hear make Christ known and all these different things. Like it's, he's a jealous God. That's what your purpose is. And then he grows your purpose and your calling comes from extending that. And that's where, when you were talking about Adam and Eve, I was like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? It extended it, yeah. you know, the dominion over things. And it's, it extends all of that kind of stuff. And so I'm so grateful because the podcast is literally like, I help women discover the balance that God created them for because yeah, yeah Angela, you can run business a certain way right? You mm -hmm. work a certain way. You take, you know, you have your priorities in order. You know, you know, if this need is needed here, I'm going to cut this off or for a while, or I'm going to reschedule this, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And that's the freedom and why I really asked, wanted you to be on the podcast was because a lot of times, 
you know, me working with moms in transition, you know, um, they're working a career and now majority of the women are raising their babies, but they're also doing homeschool. And so they're Mm -hmm. being led to do career and they're kind of, we're kind of have to right now. And they're doing things and they've always wanted to ditch the nine to five. They've always Mm -hmm. wanted to do this dream business and do all of these things. And they, and I'm so grateful that you spoke to overwhelming that I asked you about that because it doesn't matter where you are in your life. There is some type of overwhelm. And what stood out for me when you were talking and sharing with us is how are you addressing the overwhelm is what allows you to keep going. Yeah. And not incorporating it as if, because the world tells us that overwhelm is kind of almost expected or natural. Yeah, like a fuel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or if you're not overwhelmed and you're not doing enough. And I'm like, it's like the more that I pray about like my purpose and what, what God wants me to do, I feel like the more he's telling me, you know, this whole working, like working until you're, you know, you're exhausted, um, is not what he wanted for us, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, I'm not talking about, you know, there are different levels, obviously, you know, people that, you know, make minimum wage and people that have different, um, you know, things going on in their lives. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you choose to have, you know, multiple businesses and just mm-hmm. the way that you schedule and structure your life to where you are overwhelmed and exhausted and depleted. Mm-hmm. If this is by choice, this is not what God wants us to choose to do. Mm-hmm. And also, I just looked it up just since I mentioned it. And so you're going to link the Bible app. It's mm-hmm. um, It was called Words to Live By uh, with Craig Groeschel. Yes. So, um, so that is because I wanted to give him credit for that. Yes, and, and absolutely. Also, I, I find it very helpful because it there are a lot. Like, because he writes, he wrote down what he says every day. I don't know how many there are. And so I, I've been trying to say them every day. And it's amazing because, you know, one of them is I will not be easily offended. Mm. And, you know, people get offended very easily. And I remember something happened and I was starting to feel a little, little type of way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, and it popped in my mind. I was like, no, I'm not easily offended. And that was it. I was like, well, I I cancel that spirit of offense right away. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Renew my mind. And it's like, you know, we have active participation in renewing our mind. Also, you know, reading the Bible and praying Mm -hmm. and everything. And by saying that, like different things just come to your mind, the more you you focus on that. So yeah, just priorities and uh, scheduling and, and not giving into it because it Mm. it does look like kind of like almost like it's like glamorous to be busy and burn out and, yeah yeah then yeah like not. Your, get get in the bag getting your coins you know which is important and part of business I hope is to make money obviously mm-hmm. but not not in balance not where you have enough and you're making enough to cover your family and your expenses and give to help others and save and yet you still feel like you don't have enough so that then you have to keep going out yes, you know that girl. is unhealthy and that is what this cult, our culture tells us is the way things should be. And mm. God's like, that is not what I asked you to do. <laughs> I love I this. I asked you to do all that. No, you're right. And I'm like, especially, and I know this, but ladies are probably like, wow, this is deep stuff. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm struggling. And honestly, the way Angela and I, and I'm, I'm 
give me some grace, Angela, in talking about this. Like when we work with our clients, because we've known each other for so long, you know, in doing what we're doing, it's like, we genuinely want our clients to have sustainable businesses. Like we yeah. want you to, like, I work with women on daily life and she does, she's all about structure. Like literally, I mean, I'm going to recap the three things in a second, but it's literally because, you know, that's why I asked, like, let's unfold them. You know what I mean? So when they receive mm -hmm. the three things, they're like, wow, okay, this is what, because my heart is for you to go back and listen to the podcast, knowing the three things again, and start looking over your notes and making a plan for yourself. And that's the reason why I created this podcast. And I bring women like Angela and all of my past guests, because we naturally give because we've been blessed and because we mm -hmm. genuinely believe that God has called you to serve in whatever capacity and if it's business and if it's overwhelm and you're, you know, you're stressed at your job and you worrying about the kids, or maybe you're, you know, wanting to retire, but you still want to have an additional income coming in, mm -hmm. you know, all of these different things that can happen. And the reason why I'm, you know, just navigating in this way is because what's always been on my heart has been a lot of us feel we're, we're tied up, right? We got mm -hmm. all these things stacked against us, but being unleashed is literally, I believe that this conversation has provided not only myself, you know, but you, cause Angela, you allowed me to go back and remember like, yeah, great crochet. We were doing that, you know, yeah. and I, I follow him on YouTube and I do all these stuff, but it's like, there's things out there that can naturally help you develop and implement into your daily life so that you can develop into the transitional structure from career to business development. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. it leads you to want to have that freedom and to explore that freedom of working your own, doing your own business, multiple business, additional streams of income, how they work, living the dream, raising your kids, you know, being able to take time away and set the clock. Like I'm only working three months out of the year. Why? Because I have residual income coming in. I have additional yep. income coming in. I have things that I can take. And if you're like me, I teach my, I mean, maybe this, I work with clients to literally, we do a seven week business plan. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I do that, it's 12 weeks in the full length structure, but it's literally the opportunity of the weeks before and after is prepare. You're working for seven weeks on a structure. And the last is to recap and rest. Mm -hmm. That's what that is because mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in exactly what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like I believe it. And I know that's what God created us for. Oh, yeah. My son in the background, he's getting a diaper change. <laughs> I know he just woke up from his afternoon nap. So here we go. But I just wanted to close on that because, and just kind of like say, like go back because the three things that stood out the most, Angela, that when you were talking and about the three steps, you know, to pretty much just transition and ditch the nine to five at whatever capacity is I heard creating your own structure, your own working structure. Mm -hmm. The second I yes. heard is creating a service structure. And then the third is structure the development process. Mm -hmm. 
And I believe that as the women go, do you agree? Would you change anything, Angela? Because we, we're both kind of, you know, navigating this. So what do you think? No, that, that sounds great. I mean, it, I think it really does come back to structure and mm-hmm. having systems and, you know, so that you know how things should go. So um, if you have any questions or you get lost or you get confused, you go back to, why am I doing this? What should I be doing? How should it look? And then you're able to not to spend too much time, too much downtime. And if you do get overwhelmed, you go back to the plan, you focus on that and, you know, it'll work out. I love it. I love it. Angela, how, do, how does she get in touch with you? How can she work with you? Well, you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, the ladies are like, I want to work with her right now. <laughs> uh, the, the best, easiest way is my Instagram. It's of late HQ. So that's O-V-E-L-A-Y-H-Q. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can email me at Angela at ofle.com. Um, those are the, the two easiest ways to get in contact with me. Perfect. And I will, of course, link all of your information and just in all of that in the description. And yeah, like, wow, this is such a rich conversation. Thank you, Angela. Really. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Angelica. It was really great. I love talking about this stuff and helping people, um, figure out their business. Um, it's just I really love talking about it. So. Aww. Well, and I can tell that you have just a heart for sharing and really want women to succeed. So that's yeah. just anybody yeah. to succeed family. Right. Yeah. So yes, it's beautiful. Do you have any questions for me? No, not okay. really. Um, okay. I mean, you covered everything and you know, yeah, it's great. Well, if that's it, ladies, until next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey, Mama, don't forget to check out the links in the description. Angela has a great freebie for you located in her IG bio. Surprise, surprise, all the goodies from our special guest. Don't forget, it's Instagram at HQ, and her email address is Angela at ovelay.com. Now, as we close, I want to personally invite you to check out the link in the bio for my free family in business plan. This free email mini course will help you ditch the overwhelm and start putting on paper the dream business you are called to unleash and develop fearlessly. As always, thanks for tuning in. Until next time on the 10 a.m. Connection.